Here's another episode of Steve Nagel Minds Your Business, a rock102.com exclusive. Welcome back to another episode of Nagel Mind Your Business, where we dive into the minds of local business owners, where things are made, how it's done, how it got you there, all that kinds of good stuff. And this week we sit down with uh, another uh, another cannabis episode, uh, this one regarding edibles. Who doesn't love edibles? Did you know that all the edibles that are sold in dispensaries in Massachusetts have to be made here in Massachusetts? And we sit down with an owner of Coast Cannabis, the CEO of Coast Cannabis, Angela Brown, who's uh, who's got an operation out there near Cape Cod, and she sits down and talks with us this week on Nagel Mind Your Business on Rock 102. And in the studio with us is Angela Brown, the CEO and co-founder of Coast Cannabis. It's uh, Massachusetts is actually first manufacturing licensee and makers of uh, some of the best gummies in the around. How about that? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. No problem. How do you get into the the baking business of, uh, well, it's not just baking. It's all kinds of things uh, that go into making edibles, and Coast is the, is the brand name that you find at many dispensaries throughout the area. Correct, correct. Canna Provisions being the Canna one Canna Provisions being a on. wonderful partner right. of ours. Please visit them in Lee and in Holyoke. So how did you get into growing, or not growing, I can always say growing because I always want to say it's this grow facility. I, I think that everything is made in one place, but it's not. It's not. You actually get flour from a grower to which you do what with? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So what we are is considered an independent product manufacturer. So we we are more uh, processing cannabis versus growing it. So we bring in flour, bulk flour material from uh, some amazing growers across the state in Massachusetts, and we process that in our lab into a cannabis oil. So the idea when you're processing it down is to create this very potent, um, odorless, tasteless oil because the idea is you want it to be an additive to our edibles and not the main focus when it comes to the taste and all of that. So we really hone in on the processing. And then we take that oil and as you mentioned, we make amazing gummies and chocolates and vaporizers. I've definitely had the uh, the chocolate bars which are pretty good. The uh, the sea salt one, they is that the is that the was my is that the right one is that sea dark salt? chocolate sea salt. Dark chocolate yes, sea salt. Yes. Yeah. Our dark our chocolate is amazing. So a little bit about that um you know, we we really care about uh, the the start. You know, from start to finish, we really care about the product. First and foremost, you know, we are consumers ourselves, so everything we're making at Coast is going out of our door with the mindset of Would I consume this? Would this actually do what I'm saying it does? So with that, we use only organic and all natural ingredients. And how, how does it get processed down into an oil? Uh, like, how does that work? Is that like a cooking process or is it like, how, does, how do you extract sure. the oil? Sure. So the extraction methods can vary. We utilize a uh, chilled ethanol extraction method, which is basically a food grade alcohol. I always liken the process to making vanilla extract. People are very familiar with vanilla extract, right? We have to somehow get that amazing vanilla out of the inside of the pot. It's not a liquid, it's a paste. So it goes through a process and normally you're util utilizing some sort of an solvent or you're utilizing a heat method. And what that's doing is, is stripping kind of everything from the plant material. Mm -hmm. And then you would start a process. So it's a, basically a multi-step process to take it from the plant material, take everything out of it, and then whittle that down to just be the cannabinoids that you want in the final oil. And so that process a lot of people will call distillation, um, and that's used in 
many industries, petroleum industry, uh, food industry, it's a very common practice of taking something from a large quantity and really extracting everything you don't want in it down to a more simplified, potent product. So you're getting like, uh, it's all, you, you take one strain. Let's say you have uh, whatever the flower is you get for the day. It's like a sativa, uh, you know, uh, what is it? What is it? It's, like yes. What Sativa I, what, strain? Strain. Sure. Strain. What do, why can't I think of that name? Maybe he many, consumed today. I had too many Coast Bars this morning. That was the problem. <laughs> no, it's, it's so strange. You get it like a sativa, and you say, okay, well, we're going to make this oil. And now all of that oil goes into all the products that you're classifying as being the sativa thing. Is that how that works? Well, this is actually a yeah. great moment to, uh, to stand on a soapbox and say, in my opinion, you know, and that's where a lot of mismarketing is coming mm-hmm. in. So- that does not really happen. So you could start with a sativa product, and depending on the process you're going through, if you whittle that down, or I should say extract it down to be a high-potent THC oil, regardless of what plant or strain that came from, you now have one cannabinoid. And that's actually why looking for products that are not just THC and actually include some minor cannabinoids, your CBD, your CBG, THCV, CBN, all of these acronyms might sound like I'm rambling the ABC right. backwards or every other which way, but they're actually amazing cannabinoids that not enough people are talking about. And that's something that we care deeply about at Coast, and that's why we actually focus specifically a curated line on utilizing THC and CBD, those two popular ones everyone knows, but bringing in these other minor cannabinoids that actually have the effect. Because right now, if you say it's a sativa gummy because yeah. it's made from sativa flower, during the extraction method, you lose all of those attributes, what made it a sativa, the terpenes, the flavonoids, and all of those. You're left with just that cannabinoid I mentioned. Being able to actually formulate stuff back together is how you create an effect-based outcome. Is that why many of them are labeled hybrid or, or whatever? Because you're really not always getting the full potential out of the strain that you that you would. Is that why they call it that? Like you, They're just... A little bit. I would say our state, unfortunately, puts in some parameters that require you to say what it is. So that at a level is great. You know, someone should know what they're consuming. But actually, at the science level, it's not always the fact. So I think some of that labeling comes from just the state mandating it. Mm -hmm. But you do see a lot of um, groups put out products where they'll say this is a sativa gummy and this is our indica gummy. Well, if you flip that label over and the only cannabinoid in there is THC, then both of those gummies are going to give your body the same outcome. It's a THC outcome. When groups will say that they start adding terpenes back in because the terpenes are what give you the effect when you smoke a sativa or an indica, Right. well, science has shown that the liver, where you digest your edibles through, can't actually break down terpenes. So therefore, it would rid them. So they would never actually get the effect, quote unquote, in your body. Okay. So a lot of it is just... Um, uh, bro science marketing, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what really to call it, but I think it's just the fact that cannabis is still a little bit in the dark ages. We haven't yeah. had legalization. We don't have enough of it. There's not enough science that's occurring. So groups are kind of able to get away with these very broad categories because they feel like the consumer understands that. But, but what you do is different. You're exactly. Taking, so, we actually so, make a product that works. Yeah, so tell us t- tell us a little bit more about that sure, process sure. for the, those uh, cannabinoids. Sure. So, about. yeah, let me. I'll touch upon a few items we make that have been uh, really popular and really helpful. That's kind of the better thing is 
it's great that they're selling in stores, but when we get messages saying people are sleeping for the first time in years, mm-hmm. people are having energy, you know, those just melt your heart and remind you of why you wake up every day to do this. So specifically, we have a product. It's our cranberry pomegranate gummies, and those utilize CBN. And CBN has been shown uh, in the limited studies, and I will always asterisk that, that uh, there are still very limited studies in cannabis, and we do need more, but we cannot ignore the anecdotal evidence that is out there every day. And that has shown that CBN is a very calming and relaxing cannabinoid, so it's great for sleep. So a lot of people have been depending on sleeping pills, myself included. That's how I got introduced to cannabis. I finally had enough of sleeping pills, and I felt... There had to be a better way. Yeah, I was introduced to cannabis and it saved my life from sleeping pills, so I'm very happy and fortunate for that. Um, but you're seeing that a lot of people don't want to take sleeping pills. They don't want to take melatonin. They want to find something that's more of a natural product, and that's where the cranberry pomegranate gummies that we make uh, with the CBN are really helpful to consumers. And, and, and just to touch on melatonin for a second, I had an issue with melatonin. Like, I was trying to take that all the time, and it works for a little while, and then all of a sudden, like, you, your body almost gets used to, like, hey, where's that melatonin? You stop taking it, now you're wide awake. For, exactly, you know, yeah. and that's why, you know, there's melatonin is definitely, there's a lot of science out there, and there's a lot more stuff coming out saying that how it's not good for the body. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we don't utilize it. You know, we are a cannabis company. We're not a nutraceutical company. So we feel that it's in our benefit to utilize this plant. We all fought so hard to legalize and not bring in these nutraceutical or pharmaceutical products because they're already on the market and they're not working, right? right? Consumers need something else. So that's really where we focus solely on these cannabinoid kind of trifecta blends, you would say. All right. With all the acronyms that we got going on, CBN, what exactly is that now? That's just another cannabinoid Correct. that, that helps in the aid of... Relaxation, relaxation. and okay. sleep. Okay. I would say if you kind of wanted to sum it up as two points, CBN is great for relaxation yeah. and sleep. So I know good you, nighttime. I know you, you already said that. I, just, I have a hard time wrapping my head around like dissecting all these different things that, you know, that, that are scientific, really. I'm, I'm not a scientist. I'm just a guy who likes to, you know, enjoy cannabis every <laughs> once in a while. Um, so as far as the, the ingredients going into the, uh, the candy bars or the gummies or whatever you're making... How long does it take you to make like bat? Because I mean, you're selling these things like left and right. At, at we are, yeah. We do have some good yeah. distribution. Um, if you go on our website, coastcannabisco.com, we do list out all the stores. Uh, we do work here with Canna Provisions. They have been one of our first uh, and first ever partners, so we're very thankful for them. And uh, their stores are in Holyoke and Lee. And uh, the process can take some time. You know, there is obviously it's not only making it, but it's testing. So we are constantly making batches, and that's one thing we do at Coast is we make everything in a more small batch format uh-huh. so that when it's going out, it is fresh to the consumer. It has a long shelf life, and people are able to enjoy it. Uh, not everyone is consuming a 100-milligram bar in one sitting, so we want to make sure they have the best it's experience. Not, it's not like walking into a shady bodega and seeing a Hershey bar from like three years ago. With some on dust show. on yeah, it. dust on it. You got to put it away. No, this is all fresh stuff that comes out. Ha- is it? I'm trying to imagine what the facility looks like. Is sure. It like, is it like a big giant warehouse thing, or is it more of like a, a smaller building, but you have these kitchens and things like that? You hit the nail on the head. Is yeah. we do have a smaller building. We have about an uh, 8,500 square foot uh, footprint for production only. Wow. 
So within that, we have two kitchens. So we make our chocolates separate from our gummies. We have a packaging room. We obviously have our lab that I mentioned. So it is it is a, a big facility, but it's chopped up into all different pieces uh, for all of the different processes that we do. And it, it, uh, as far as the person, are you the one making them, or is there? I am not. No, I have a wonderful a, team. I have two yeah. wonderful ladies that are running our kitchen, and they have uh, teams under them. So. They don't let me in the kitchen. I'm not too helpful in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, we do have a, a full team. We have uh, just under 30 employees, and they are all working uh, across the various departments. There. You see, I would never be able to work for you because I'd be always asking to lick the spoon at the end. Can I have the Can I have the rest of that bowl in there? Can I uh, dig into the rest of the THC that's in there, please? Well, you can't do that. But actually, if you are someone that is you know looking for maybe to use cannabis in a way to not have the munchies. We do have a product that we have recently rolled out uh, beginning of the summer, which is our raspberry lime gummy. And that special cannabinoid in there is THCV. And THCV, again, having, you know, limited studies that have been published, but go out there and Google it. uh, What that has shown is to actually increase one's energy and suppress the appetite. So I nicknamed it the unicorn cannabinoid because when you hear cannabis and not getting the munchies, what? I definitely need to go get some of those because that's my problem. If I say I take them at night, I'm usually like an edible nighttime guy to just relax a little bit. CBN gummies, yes. But if I stay up just a little bit too long, I go for the Cheetos or I go for the, you know, and all that stuff. It is mind over matter. I do tell you, actually, so a little, you know, I I actually had a lot of success with uh, weight loss Mm -hmm. uh, utilizing THCV years ago. So while, you know, we do caveat that we're not doctors and we're not prescribing this or anything, the anecdotal evidence that I personally experienced when I was first introduced unknowingly, it wasn't introduced to me as this is THCV. It was a strain called Durban Poison. And it was in a concentrate form, and it was, you know, that is a strain that's known to be higher in THCV. And when I consumed it, I felt different. I all of a sudden had this energy. I wasn't hungry. I was kind of running around. I was like, what did I just have? That is nothing like anything I've experienced. And I was very new to cannabis, so I was very sensitive and, you know, feeling all the different feels. And was able to do some research and kind of find out. And on the West Coast, there was a lot of chatter. This was like in the mid to that probably like 2010 and stuff like that, there was a lot of chatter kind of happening about THCV, but nothing really mainstream. But everything that I was reading was aligning with what I was feeling. So it's really nice that there's more and more um, you know, evidence coming out. There's more and more studies coming out. But that's why we launched this gummy, because we just wholeheartedly believe in the effects of THCV and giving people a natural energy boost so that they're not dependent on caffeine or they're not looking for any other type of stimulus, they can actually utilize a cannabis product to get that. Now, we, we had talked uh, before uh, the podcast that uh, about the, the difference between medical uh, cannabis and w- what you're doing for recreational, and how you have to have a different license in order to, to produce any medical-grade type cannabis Correct. in the state. So how what's, what's the limit? So you, you're only allowed to put out... 100 milligrams? Is that what it was? Correct. So yeah, adult use or recreational uh, regulation state, the product can be no more than five milligrams of THC Delta 9 per serving or 100 milligrams total if it's a multi-serving. Which I never understood because 
what's to stop somebody from just buying five different packages of the same thing and consuming all five of them if they wanted 500 milligrams and there's not that are really high taxes high but uh, are really high taxes in massachusetts yeah so that, that usually ties into the the, the money portion of, of how this thing goes. i i think so i think you know most of the states had 10 milligrams as a starting point and when we were being one of the first groups in Massachusetts to get through a license, we had a lot of time that we were spending out kind of, you know, beating the pavement. We were going to every CCC meeting. We were speaking at every public comment. And something I spoke about at great lengths was the fact that I, I felt the five milligram serving was really small. You were putting people in a situation where they'd have to consume a great deal mm-hmm. of candy or a great deal of anything to get, you know, their their necessary dose. Um, I did not sway the state, nor did anyone else who was petitioning that right. yet. But, uh, you know, we're on our way. They have made a variance, so we have gotten a little bit of movement on it. But I do think if we could up that to 10 milligrams, I think it would really help the consumers not having to consume so much. And, you know, from a standpoint of uh, obviously being a, a business, being able to kind of um, keep the ingredient costs and all of that in check. Right. And, and it's always, I mean, too much of anything is not going to be good for you uh, you know, if I if I were to be taking, you know, 200 milligrams a day or 150 milligrams a day, let's just because I know my body could take it. But that wouldn't be good for you because you're not really getting the effects because that's just too much THC inside of you. I don't that, know if that's true, though. I'd push back a little bit. At one on, time, at one time, though, I'm yeah, not talking I, about to spread out throughout the whole. No, day. I, I would really push back, you know, as someone who is. On the petite side, I, I do have a very high tolerance. Mm-hmm. I typically consume between 50 and 100 milligrams um, at a time. Look at you. And that, I, you know, the one thing is, is, is THC does build a tolerance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are, I don't, I don't, I would say as long as you're putting in the right amount for you and you're getting that outcome, whether it be to go to sleep or to be functioning, I don't think there's such thing as too much THC at one time or too much cannabis at one time. Right, but there are, there is a such thing as I did take too much because I didn't know how this was going to affect me or whatnot. That's the thing I kind of like about the dosing thing when you when you buy uh, you know a Coast Bar, at least you can say, "Hey, this is 5 milligrams." Yes. Oh, yes, we want everyone yeah. to be safe. You know, we want everyone to have the amount that they need that's perfect for them. So we do make sure, you know, all of our our products go through very strenuous R&D testing to start. When we first started, we spent months and months and months working with the testing lab here in Massachusetts of doing all of these runs of, if we do this, what is this outcome? If we do this, what is this outcome? To really hone in, because this is serious, and we don't want someone over-consuming. If you take 100 milligrams and that's what you need, that's awesome. But if you only need five, we don't want you consuming 10. We don't want you consuming seven. We want you to consume exactly what you need. So we make sure everything is properly dosed and evenly homogenized. I'm really interested in trying this THCV. Uh, oh, we'll get you some. Yeah. Can of provisions. You got to check them out. Yeah, THCV, no, no. Now that I, well, that's the thing. You know, I it's it's like an unlimited amount of information. And then, you know, the great thing about can of provisions is they'll explain all this to you when you when you ask them, you know, about the, the different strains and stuff. But they, there's so much different stuff that it's kind of hard to... To, to take it all in at once. There is, yeah. but actually, if you go to the Canna Provisions website, they mm-hmm. have a great blog section, and they recently posted something specifically about THCV. So if anyone is, is listening and wants to learn more just about THCV, please check out that blog. But go into the store, you know, whether it's Canna Provisions or anything else. I think majority of the stores and the majority of the retail staff, they want to share the knowledge with you. 
don't be afraid to ask, even if you're not going to buy it. You might be someone who doesn't want to just ask. Anybody at Canna has ever said, "Yeah, I don't really want. I don't want to talk to you about that." No, no, no. They want to talk. That's what they're there for. That's why everyone is so excited to be in this industry. Is because we get to shout from the rooftop finally that we consume cannabis, and up until now, it has not been uh, that easy to come out and say. Right, and that that that's the thing that's been holding people back from letting everybody else know uh, what a great product, great products are out there. Uh, Angela Brown, uh, CEO of Coast Cannabis, we appreciate the time today. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. It's Nagel Mind Your Business. It's an exclusive podcast at rock102.com.